0: Why hello internet and welcome. It's Saturday, it's 7pm Eastern, that means here on Ready Check Radio it's time for Gaming Gumbo, your weekly gaming wrap up podcast. Welcome, we've got chat live, ready to go. Lots of stuff to talk about, great show for you today. Make sure you join us live sometime, and if you're watching on YouTube, head on over to readycheckradio.com. Got all the socials in the upper right hand corner. If you'd like to listen to us on the go, you can do that on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, tons of different places and while you're there we'd appreciate it if you like what we do here give us a little thumbs up a little like a little subscribe a little follow whatever it is on any of the platforms in the social media world that you're listening on help us out it's cheap it's fast it's free and it tells us that you love us and you want to see more of us joining me to go over all the fun stuff i thought was interesting in the world of gaming this week mr jason winter good evening sir
1: want to do what you think is interesting
0: can't do what we think is interesting uh i do give you but don't 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 you give me that shit when i send the show notes out they say (laughs) show notes sent out feel free to add so don't don't you and there is something today that is all jason winter on this show and you know it
1: Hmm.
0: what do you got behind you
1: so what do I have behind me, in fact? Uh, you know, this will be a little more obvious when we get later in the show, but I have a controller and a crown, a really cheap little like Halloween crown, like a, like a Roman laurel wreath thing that I got for Halloween a few years ago. And we'll explain why I have those things later in the show. Okay, all right. You already know. That's. But we'll leave it for, as, as an exercise for the viewers.
0: Yeah, that's a weird little combination of items. Wonder what yeah. it could mean. We'll circle back. He's on a
2: boat. He's on a boat.
0: Joining us giving uh, Miss Your Yard the, the day off. Mr. Troy Blackburn, the new fridge himself, back-to-back. Back. You did Always Online on MMO Bomb yesterday, and now you're here today on Gaming Gumbo.
2: Somehow or another, as Jason retires, I get sucked in deeper and deeper.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I tried to pay you to come to MMO Bomb, and you're like, oh, God, I just can't make this work. i just
2: need some money. You're like,
0: I really want to follow the dream, but I just can't make this schedule
1: work. <laughs>
2: god damn it mike me from just a few years ago would have been dancing for a week straight (laughs) that was me a few years ago when i was dancing when i got hired adult me is like but i have all these other responsibilities (laughs)
0: my wife needs my help doing videos how many videos a week could I do? Let's see. <laughs> yeah. Seventy is probably too many. <laughs> yeah. of you you know got to
2: some of the responsibilities yeah. So you know. Th- those of you don't play. know, I technically work for my wife. So mm. when yes, you she do. Said, When she said, "When nah, she I think I don't think you're gonna have time for that." I was like, "Okay." <laughs> 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 you're probably right,
0: dear. Probably right. Well, you got it. You got it, honey. You got it, honey. Well, doing the show this evening is interrupting my Gran Turismo 7 playing. I'm sure we'll circle back to that as well it's on today's show. Down. It's probably down. So let's get started. last year it's I, I was kind of stunned by the way when I saw that these were up. I was like, oh my God, we have been doing this for a year now because we talked about last year's video game Hall of Fame nominees on this very show. And it is time now, gents, to circle back once again. And look, the nominees were announced yesterday. There are 12. Keep in mind that four got in last year. Four got in last year. So when we're making our picks, Jason, I'm sure you'll note them there. There's a spreadsheet. I got a spreadsheet spreadsheet ready. ready. That you probably want to keep your guesses to a total of around four. Now, there are 12 nominees. Remember... There is a player choice ballot. You can go to the museumofplay.org and vote for your favorites. Basically, the viewers count as one judge, total one judge, uh, as they things get grouped up. So here we go. I'm going to go through these, and you tell me, gents, in your mind, where they are in the gaming pantheon of history. And then ultimately, do they belong in the Video Game Hall of Fame? Uh, and in alphabetical order is the way we're doing this, so no particular order besides whatever you were titled Assassin's Creed and I'll give you, you know, Assassin's Creed 2007 was actually a sequel to the Prince of Persia franchise, but then kind of spun out on its own kind of did its own open world thing Jason Assassin's Creed, got a special place in your heart at all? Does it make the Hall of Fame? Was it Innovative enough, was it you know, all the different criteria that they're going to look at? What do you think? Where does it place?
1: You know, as I looked over this list, I got 12 games here total that were a lot where I was like, Oh man, that maybe that should I gotta really think about that one?
0: Yeah, this list I think is harder yeah. than last year's.
1: Yeah, however, this was one of the games where I was like, No, <laughs> just no, it's way too new. It's not that special, yeah, it's made a lot of knew? money it was two thousand and seven was... yeah, compared to some of the other stuff here, it's like it seems like the overall French I don't really consider it a Prince of Persia spin-off either. it's just it's its own thing. it's had a lot of games, they made a lot of money, they're pretty well received in general, but I just don't see this as being legendary or historic really in any fashion at this point, so
0: so not this year, but do you think it eventually ends up making the Hall of Fame at some point? i I think it's, I'd, I'd give a below 50% chance. It's kind of weird. Like I look at Assassin's Creed and I remember how like, <sighs> Assassin's Creed was the first time I played it. Not to really? say not to say that it did anything tremendously different but it was a solid, fun game. I loved yeah. it. But like, you know, open world adventure. Okay, been there, done that by 2007. Mm-hmm. But you know, it it amped it up on the scale. It amped it up on the presentation over most of its competitors at the time. It's one of those titles that's like, for me, Troy, it doesn't stand head and shoulders above a lot of other open-world stuff, but it's high up on the list. I just don't know if it changed the open-world genre enough to warrant, like, the... Certainly, it's critically acclaimed. Certainly, it was a commercial success. I mean, we still play Assassin's Creed games to this day. It's got all those checks, but I don't... Did it do enough to maybe alter or change its own genre a little bit to walk itself into the hall of fame this year
2: i don't think so i think ubisoft did too much of a job of sort of making that their their base of how they make all their games like they they slowly kind of all their games kind of morphed into feeling like one game where you go and you unlock the area then you could do missions in the area and honestly i don't think that assassin's creed the first one uh, stands head and shoulders above some of the other games in this franchise uh, i think maybe assassin's creed 3 is considered probably the best game three brotherhood it's three yeah, brotherhood yeah but i don't assassin's think you 3. can
0: get i don't think you can get into that debate on like this is the better game in the franchise yeah. because what what you're there's going to be another game that we're going to talk about that i think that argument certainly applies to when we get a little further, but you ultimately would absolutely put the first of the franchise for that one in before anything else uh, in, in my book.
2: I don't necessarily, I, mean, ag- I don't necessarily agree uh, with this, that.
0: This this bun i tw- I'm in the ne- I'm talking about the next one we're going to talk about a little later. If you look down and you know what game I'm talking about, I think you have to put the first one in first. And then consider putting in. Sequels. Yeah, there are, there
2: are definitely situations where that is. Yeah, the case, yeah, exactly. oh yeah,
0: yeah. And I'm specifically talking about one we'll get to later, not yeah. generically saying you have to put okay. the first in all the time. I I wouldn't be surprised if Assassin's Creed gets there eventually. I'm going to agree with both of you and say probably doesn't. It's probably not going to be first ballot and walk in this year. Next up, 2012 Candy Crush Saga. I have a hard time with mobile games making. <laughs> Video Game (laughs) Hall of Fame myself. I also can recognize that that is just a personal bias of mine. I am not very into mobile gaming. Most mobile gaming is trash. So I do have to step back on on mobile games and kind of go just because I don't like them. Does this fit the bill to be a Hall of Fame video game? And Candy Crush, if if I had to pick a mobile game to be in the Hall of Fame, I think Candy Crush is definitely on my like top three list of considerations. Uh, it became a like, you know, a mobile phenomenon for for a while. Now it spawned an entire genre of its own, good or bad. My bias still says no. Uh, Jason, I'm going to tack on to something you said earlier. I think it's too new. Yeah, I, I mean it is. You, it is less than ten years old.
1: Oh man, it's been out since 2000. look at Wikipedia; it's been out since 2001. Oh no, wait, that was called Bejeweled. Bejeweled, oh, so yeah, same yeah. yeah, so that's like that, that gives it a double no for me. It, it wasn't. A, yeah. yeah, it did like light up phones, like you say, for three a long time billion downloads
0: is not a number to sneeze. No, at. that's
1: not nothing. I'll agree, but I, I agree with your point of maybe. I, I think last year I want to say Farmville was on this list, and like if I am going to choose some sort of mobile social game, whatever, that's the one I would go ahead of on because it was actually kind of original. Yeah, but wasn't it was that more Facebook than mobile? Maybe it was. Maybe I think I had a, yeah, Farmville you know, was was yeah.
2: Facebook, but still kind of in the same whatever. same all, same crowd. People who didn't traditionally play video games. Yeah,
1: yeah, that that's what, yeah. Even Angry Birds Badass brings up in chat. That seems more interesting and original to me. Again, more of a Facebook kind of mm-hmm. thing, but yeah, I I don't bejeweled 2 just doesn't do it for me i guess (laughs) no
2: Troy. the only reason i'm saying no to this one is because it's not an original game my 73 year old mother plays this game like now my wife plays this game all her friends play this game we're talking about reach beyond the scope that any app would want much less a game uh it's amazing uh the amount of players that this game has had over time, the amount of money it's brought in over right? time. I mean, it, uh, yeah. I've just... But it's not an original game. I don't think it makes it into the Hall of Fame. Just because you're big and popular doesn't mean you deserve a Hall of Fame spot. Uh,
0: okay. All right. So all three of us, no, no dice so far. Just to recap and remind you, last year's winners were Microsoft Flight Simulator, StarCraft, Where in the World is Carmen San Diego and Animal Crossing. Those were the four that were inducted. Uh, I bring that up because this next one, I almost immediately said yes, when I was like making my list. But then I remember that Guitar Hero didn't make it last year. <laughs> 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 Guitar Hero was nominated and all, I think all three of us, Yod, Jason and I, we were like, you know what? I mean, that spawned an entire video game industry that didn't exist before it. Uh, and it doesn't know. exist
1: now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so this
0: next one, Dance, Dance Revolution. Starting in the arcades in, Je- in Japan, 1998. I didn't realize like how old it was. Because I didn't play it until PlayStation 2 when it came in the United States mm-hmm. on PlayStation 2 with the dance pad attachment and everything. I didn't realize it was actually back in 1998 when it first debuted in Japan. And kind of paved the way, and they even say this on the site, paved the way for Guitar Hero and Rock Band. So if you want to take that extra step back, can Dance Dance Revolution do this year, Jason, what Guitar Hero failed to do last year?
1: Well, this is where we got, the first two were the easy ones. I me. Mean, this is where we got to this point where I was also like, yeah, maybe. Right? <laughs> maybe? <laughs> but again, like I said, just like with Guitar Hero, it's like, it didn't, it's not the longevity. Like maybe that's too for uh, arcades and really being a thing I anymore. don't I just,
0: know. I there is a big culture still for DDR. Pump it up niche, all those though. games. It's in, a in that niche.
1: It, it's big. They're fanatical. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, but it's still a really narrow niche. It doesn't get talked about. We don't. We when's the last time we talked about on this show ever any DDR type game? I don't know. what We have. Yeah,
0: it's fair. We've talked about rhythm games, but everybody, they were all keyboard, and mouse, or, or though, oh, like, I, yeah, I will, I will. Oh my God, yeah. <laughs> yeah so. i will be a sweaty mess the way i mean i ddr like crazy pump it up i love rhythm games particularly yeah. those i got no problem getting sweaty right now gang let's do it okay let's well do it. let's do, I'll, I'll hook it up you want to hook it up
1: let's hook it up i do you, you want to hook up so you can get sweaty yeah yeah let's okay. do it All right. yeah, give, uh, me, give I, me a hookup
0: so i can get sweaty
1: it, it, if i am going to limit myself to around four picks i had to give this one a no I don't think it quite makes it.
0: Yeah, I mean, let's try to keep it around four because that's. Yeah. If we go to three or five, I don't care. But I want to say the Yod took like seven or something last year. We did this. <laughs> I'm going to say yes. <laughs> I'm going to say that DDR sneaks in because it did kind of pave the way for uh, peripheral-based rhythm games behind it, which literally became an industry in and of itself for the next ten to fifteen years after it. Yeah, it's died down now, no doubt. But I think it does have a place in history that this one sneaks in there. Troy? So I I think I'm the Uh, first one, by the way, that picked one that makes it.
2: I'm going yes on DDR. I think uh, there was some people consider DDR life, man, like even to this day. I think it was such a big uh, culture touchstone for uh, so many people, uh, whether it's arcade or on home consoles uh Dance Dance Revolution I think is absolutely deserving of a Hall of Fame spot.
0: Yeah, I mean it became pop culture too, right? It's in Grandma's Boy and that that iconic scene. <laughs> the, the, new high score did I break it? Did I did I break it? Did I, did I break this? Fantastic. I so Jason says no, but Troy and I go yes. Okay. This By ne- the way,
1: just uh, I'll, I'll if, if I'm not on the show where we do the results, I'll make sure to get you this. Yeah, oh, absolutely, so. absolutely. Or I'll just sit and chat and make fun of y'all. There you go. There you go. Actually,
0: <laughs> that'll be better because we won't remember what we picked.
1: <laughs> <laughs> For real.
0: Here's the next one. Chat. Get your get your yeses and nos in very uh, very quickly on this one. The Legend of Zelda, the Ocarina of Time. Yes, the legendary 1998 title on the Nintendo 64, The Legend of Zelda, The Ocarina of Time. I don't see a way this doesn't make it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I if it doesn't make it, I almost question what's going on behind the scenes. It checks all the boxes, doesn't it, gang? Like, you know, commercial success, critical success, part of a long-standing franchise of absolute success paved the way on a very new technology with uh, 3d graphics and game design and i mean
2: like in 2022 people still talk about ocarina of time as their zelda game like for a lot of people this was their zelda game yeah you know it wasn't the original nes it was this one
0: Mad Martha saying, I want to say no so much, but I can't ignore all the fools. Empty Mannequin saying no. Badass saying yes. I ignore
1: I ignore all the
0: fools. <laughs> like, whether you like Zelda or not, <laughs> yeah. or whether you liked Ocarina or not, I don't think you can look at that objectively and deny the massive impact that had on gaming mm-hmm. at the time and to this day, Jason.
1: Yeah, and I never had an N64, and I barely played Zelda games past like the SNES generation. But even I recognize how m- all, all the those kids who grew up in the 90s, those little little snips, whatever. Uh, yeah, I, I recognize how much they recognize how much this is a big deal. So I have to also vote yes on it. By the way, it has we were t- it's still, it currently has 1,400 viewers on, on Twitch, people watching, it, people playing Ocarina of Time. Wow.
0: So that's a yes from all
2: three of us on this one. Troy, if it was my decision, I don't know that it would go in the hall well, of this, fame. Well, this this one I is your it's... decision,
0: like, but you're it is now. Yeah. You're, gone. Well, you're gone, but you're in guessing on whether but, or not it'll yes, make it. So
2: yes, yes, I think this will go into the hall of fame. Okay,
0: it will one hundred percent end up there at some point. If for some reason it doesn't make it here, but I mean it, if there was ever like a first ballot Hall of Famer. Uh, as far as, like, there has to be one, right? That has to be mm-hmm. one. Maybe this next one instead, though. Because I kind of saw this one and I was like, oh, maybe Zelda doesn't get in. <laughs> <laughs> Minesweeper, Troy. Minesweeper. 1992 as a preloaded game with Windows software. The the OG itself, Minesweeper, up for consideration, in or out?
2: Out, absolutely out. Just because what? it was on everybody's computer and it was the only thing there was to do at work, does not make it a great game. It's much iconic.
1: Those so everything, everything on this list is iconic.
2: So so is Solid Minesweeper is a great game. Don't I don't know what you're talking
0: about, man. Mike, it's you at yeah, three
1: yeses already. We got like six. No, I'm, six, seven I'm games gonna left say to go. I'm you gonna want- say
0: no on Minesweeper, yeah. but I oh, would- okay, well there you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. You're just, you're just being I that. wouldn't be surprised yeah. if it does well, make it, one. but with this list, I don't think it makes it. I don't think it makes,
1: yeah, it, makes yeah, it. Yeah, I'm I don't a, see how it makes
2: in with some of the competition on this list. I'm also a no. It's kinda like Jason
0: when you look at the baseball ballot Hall of Fame and you're like, Yeah, that's that person's definitely a Hall of Famer, but not this year. Well, you
1: can't not this year, all of these. I don't think this one ever gets there. It's not, it's not that big of a deal. I don't think so either.
0: How about Ms. Pac-Man? Also iconic, but absolutely probably more of an impact on an industry than Minesweeper was, Jason. So I'm to pull a mic on this
1: one, because I'm going to do it the right way.
0: Uh-oh. You're going to go with your heart.
1: <laughs> Every time <laughs> I, I went the, with my I head, remember. I miss. I remember being in arcades, or, you know, back when I would go to arcades all the time. I remember this first time this showed up at the arcade, there was a line. It was like 1981 or whatever it was. There was a line to get to this. You couldn't get to it. It was different. The fruit moved. Dude, the fruit moved. <laughs> That's how huge this was. <laughs> so, yes, on some level, I think maybe not, but I'm going to go ahead and vote with my heart on this one and give it a yes.
0: What do you think? Shut Troy? up,
2: Mad Martha. Don't I don't want to listen to you. Yeah, Give right. It, yeah. <laughs> Obviously Mad Martha's not as old as we are because mm-hmm. in the in the arcade. Oh he's days- older than me. Oh, Mad really? Martha is confirmed older than me. Yes. Oh wow. Yes. Okay. So this absolutely makes it in this is Pac-Man advanced. This is this is a generational jump between what the Pac-Man arcade box could do and what the Miss Pac-Man arcade box could do mm-hmm. with the different maps and the way things moved around. It was it was revolutionary at the time. It was a huge leap forward. It was built by was fans, iconic. remember?
0: It was built yes. by fans, and they had to kind of pitch it to get the license to do it after they got their ass sued by Atari and they settled out of court for their ed- enhancement boards.
2: And when it comes to a competitive scene, Miss Pac-Man had a bigger, much bigger competitive scene than just Pac-Man did. So I think absolutely Miss Pac-Man belongs in the Hall of Fame.
0: I already picked two, huh?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And I know I'm definitely picking one more of these remaining ones, no doubt. I'm gonna go no. I yeah. there isn't an I, should ar- too, but. I don't have a good <laughs> argument for why not, though. Like that's how bad this one feels. Uh, everything you gentlemen have said is true. Now, obviously, it's a little before my time, I was uh, born in the 1980s. So yes, I was around, but no, I wasn't at arcades, you know. I wasn't I wasn't old enough for that. But I being the video game history connoisseur, I understand. Everything you're saying, I can't disagree with, but I'm going to go no. Just I'm going to vote with the head on this one, I think. Mm. NBA Jam. I think this one's interesting to be on the list. It certainly had its moment of influence uh it certainly had its you know cultural position in the zeitgeist jason but Mm -hmm. i i don't know if that position is big enough to to go against some of these other contenders when you look at this list
1: yeah this is another one where it just it it had its moment and that moment was gone it's still cultural people still talk about it you'll still have uh i saw an interview a while ago with the guy who was the announcer was the voice of it yeah how he still gets people asking him do, "Do do the line, do the line, whichever one. And he's like, But yeah, I agree. This is really about twenty years ago. Yeah.
2: yeah. He's on fire. Yeah. <laughs>
0: what do you got? So bro? yeah,
2: I have to give this one I have to give this one a no. Um I'm with Jason. This one had its moment in the sun. I would still like them to make a new one. Oh, no uh, doubt. Like, yeah. Like a brand new one. I play the out yeah. of it, but I think it burned bright, but it burned it burned out very quickly. Well, I so agree. this is a no for me.
0: I agree. And I think this next one sadly is gonna fall into that same bucket too. Uh Rappa yeah. the Rapper, obviously a classic game for the play the original PlayStation coming out in nineteen ninety six. Great, you know, cartoony visuals, fun rhythm game, unique on the song structure and everything but does it really move the needle as far as gaming? There have been rhythm games before it. There have been rhythm games after it. Yes, this is a very well done one and a very classic nostalgia filled one for a lot of people that are my age, but ultimately I don't think it walks into the hall of fame. I'm gonna give this one a no.
1: Yeah, same thing. It very much was, like you said, a 90s 90s thing that just doesn't, hasn't really endured over the years except for the memes
2: basically.
0: I think Mad Martha, yeah, is on the same page as I. Still a nope, not enough impact, Troy.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna feel the same way. Um, great game, but wasn't genre breaking. And, you know, it didn't make a new genre. It kind of just did a gen- existing genre very well, and then his time was gone.
0: So we've gone through eight. How many of each of us picked so far, Jason? We've got four uh, titles left.
1: You and I have picked two. Troy has picked three. All right, so Troy. Yeah, you took the DDR yeah. Ocarina, Ocarina. and right. Miss Pac-Man. That's
0: yeah. right. Wait, what? What did he take? Miss Pac-Man and Ocarina. What was the third? Oh, DDR. DDR. DDR, DDR, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So this next one is the one I was referencing earlier. That if you, this is a series that I one hundred percent believe that we may end up with multiple games in the franchise. In, I thought you were
1: talking about a different one. We'll get to that one. The, two down from here. There, there is another one. Yeah, there's yeah, another that one. Is true. But yeah. this is the
0: one I was referencing. But, Jason, you are not wrong. Two away is another one that I think fits this bill, too. Where I think we'll see multiples in the Hall of Fame over the long term, but you got to put the first one in there at some point, and that is Resident Evil Biohazard for our Japanese friends on the PlayStation 1. I I I have examined this one as a fan. I have examined <laughs> this one as somebody just trying to sit on the outside, like set my bias aside and look at it and I just don't see any way you cannot put Resident the original Resident Evil in the Hall of Fame. Yes, survival horror quote 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 games were around Resident Evil was not the first it took a lot of inspiration from Alone in the Dark uh, and some other titles but I think you know Resident Evil is where survival horror that term became a thing Mm -hmm. and became its own genre that it still is today obviously Resident Evil itself still doing very very well for Capcom today Um yeah, there's no way this doesn't go in. It's too big. It did too much. Besides just being an innovative game at the time, it changed gaming. I think across the entire spectrum. Jason, this one's in for me.
1: Yeah, I, I'm not a fan like you are, so a I wasn't observing it from the outside. Yeah, I know you. I know you are. You yeah, have your yeah. stories and crap.
0: Silent Hill isn't a thing without Resident mm-hmm. Evil. A bad oh, be saying Silent Hill. Yeah. Uh,
1: but yeah like you said, it's it really did start the whole concept. Even even if, like you said, there were previous games, this was the first one that really, like like you said, with your dad, it was very cinematic. Yeah, it had my, that my kind dad, of and my mom. told to that story.
0: Yeah, I told that story multiple yeah. times when I bought my PlayStation so- One.
1: I don't know if I agree with you that like there's going to be a whole lot of multiple entries. There were a lot of dogs, I think, along the way. Oh, no there? doubt, no doubt, yeah. Yeah. Whereas the one we're going to talk about, I think, has not had a really altogether weak entry throughout. But uh, it's had some weak DLCs. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah whatever. <laughs> in terms of main games, but yeah, I think this definitely gets in, and but I don't know about how many future ones are going to get in. Troy,
2: I don't want to. You pick can go above many... four. You can go to five if you want. Yeah, it'll be okay. yeah, yeah. I think I'm, I think I'm going to go to five. Okay. Um, and I think everybody probably knows what my other one is now, or at least you guys do. Uh, I, think we but I just don't see I do agree that if you're gonna put a Resident Evil game in that the first one has to go in first this time, um mm-hmm. even though I disagreed you know, with that on the Assassin's Creed, I think it's a case by case basis, and I think absolutely uh the first one, I think it was it sort of set the tone for the genre everything tried to be resident evil after that tried to meet that quality tried to meet the interest that the people had in it i think it's a yes three yeses can we skip to the last one words with
0: friends are we just all a no on that one yeah We're yes. okay great neighbor. yeah words with friends <laughs> <That's>, is <laughs> that's scrabble, not the no.
2: one i was talking about <laughs> yeah, let's, mobile just,
0: scrabble. let's just get that off the board because the last two all i right. think are a little more interesting words with friends is garbage come on mobile scrabble congrats um, Rogue the 1980 classic do a little adventuring uh, hard to argue Jason I mean roguelike light, roguelite whatever you want to call it is only a thing because of rogue
2: yes no make it
1: but here's the thing though Like, you never even heard about roguelike until what about 10 or 15 years ago
2: that's a fairly recent uh, yeah that, that's a recent thing. label and
1: I just don't get The original game did not seem to like stick around. And I don't know why... I guess when someone was making whatever the first roguelike was, whatever we call roguelike now, they decided to look back at what they had did, because they were probably some 45-year-old programmer thinking about what he played in college, and they're like, let's use this. I don't know that it's necessarily like that huge of a thing, because it did kind of lie dormant for so long, and was kind of a big deal back when it first came out, but... Again, you look at something like, and maybe it's just me, again, maybe my own personal opinion because I didn't have a computer back then. But I look at that same era, I look at a game like Ms. Pac-Man, which seemed to be a much huger thing back when it was originally, when it originally came out. And I just don't think Rogue, really, the original Rogue really stood the test of time. Yeah, that and
0: role. I mean, just because you're the first game out, doesn't, you know, Jay, or Troy, to your point, like Assassin's Creed, you think there are better examples of a groundbreaking Assassin's Creed than the first one yeah honestly i had no clue like what when i first heard the term roguelike i was like uh what the hell's rogue you know like (laughs) that i I had to look up what
2: the label meant i was like uh, what what do you mean roguelike
0: so i'm gonna go no on this one too yes it certainly has a place in gamers hearts uh as far as being the title of a genre but i think by itself on its own merits it doesn't make the hall of fame troy where are you
2: No, it's it's a hard no for me. I think uh, if the next game that came along was called Shoots and Ladders, everything would be Shoots and Ladders like (laughs) nowadays. Because the the genre itself, the popularity of the genre, like like Jason said, is fairly recent. Last
1: combination of uh, Tetris and uh, what was the other one? Last River. Oh God. (laughs) Dark Souls, Dark Souls. Yeah, Tetris and Dark Souls. Tetris and
0: Dark Souls. Uh, Last one is what Jason was also referencing as if you got to put one in first, it's got to be the first, Uh, and that is Sid Meier's original Civilization, the strategy game of strategy games for many of many of you. So, Jason, I'll let you go first on this one.
1: And I think this was on the list last year, too, when I voted for it. <laughs> so I'm still mad that it didn't get in, but I put it in this year because, yeah, like I said, it's they haven't really had a dud in the whole series. And this one, mm. again, was something that was new. And re- I remember reading a review of this.
0: Uh, Sid Meier's Civilization was not on the list last year.
1: Oh, it wasn't? Okay.
2: No, last yeah,
0: year we had the nominees this. were Animal Crossing, Call of Duty, Farmville, FIFA International Soccer, Guitar Hero, Mattel Football, the handheld thingy. Uh, yeah. Microsoft Flight Simulator, Pole Position, Portal, Starcraft, Tron, and where in the world is Carmen Sandiego?
1: Yeah, and it just sounded so amazing in that review in like 1993. I was so mad I didn't have a computer that could run it. But as soon as uh, as soon as I was uh, had a friend who had a was able to play Civ 3 on his computer, I just sat over at his place and played it all night. So, yeah, I think the original would have probably blown my mind to the same extent that the Civ 3 did. So Droy. definitely, Troy.
2: This is a walk-off, grand slam, buzzer-beater, three-pointer. I think so, too. Last-second touchdown, but deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. Absolutely.
0: I think so, too. So that puts my four at DDR, The Legend of Zelda, Ocarina of Time, Resident Evil, and Sid Meier's Civilization. I'm pretty happy with those four. Jason, where does that leave you?
1: We all took Civilization, Resident Evil, and Ocarina of Time. You and Troy took Dance Dance Revolution, and Troy and I took Ms. Pac-Man.
0: And Troy walked away. So we're actually way too much in in agreement there. Yeah, yeah. Hey, well, I mean, either we're all going to be close, and we should (laughs) definitely (laughs) be people that have a vote in this Pac-Man, or we're going to be so far off, and you'll know why we don't vote in this. Words uh,
2: with Friends, Rogues, and to <laughs> make it to the Hall of Fame, ladies oh, and gentlemen. Oh, my God. <laughs> and Candy Crush.
0: <laughs> hey, so Game Informer has started compiling its best games of the year based on their own reviews. I just want to get a quick hit on, on whether you agree with the list so far for 2022 as we get ready to close out the first quarter. Based on their review scores, here are the best games of 2022 so far. Elden Ring with a 10. Tunic comes in with a 9.75. Daylight, uh, Dying Light, Two Stay Human at a nine point five, Final Fantasy fourteen Endwalker at nine two five, also Horizon Forbidden West at that wait, same Wait, wait, wait! Are
1: these top reviews
0: of what year? Twenty twenty two. Yes, there is a typo in the article. Look wait, at, what? Look at the headline. Okay. And then look at the text. There is a typo in the second paragraph of the text.
1: Okay, <laughs> and what, but what about the uh, release date for Endwalker? What does that say? Yeah,
0: December seventh. I guess there's a little overlap between the end of the year there. Yeah, for them. I
2: think, I think that's totally fair. You've got to have time to play something like that.
0: Uh, the Horizon Forbidden West, uh, Destiny the Witch to the Witch Queen at nine. Gran Turismo Seven at eight seven five, mm-hmm. and Pokemon Arceus uh, at eight seven five as well. And finishing it out, Young Souls at eight point five. So they capped their list there. Anything at 8.5 or above makes the cut. Are these the best games of the year so far, Jason? Is anything missing? Or is something wildly out of place for even being on this
1: list? I think, think Grand Turbo 7 is wildly out of place for being on this list. We're going to talk about that in a little while. And then I had never heard of Young Souls. Like I was like, what? That, that's what? So maybe it's good, but I, I, I've not heard of it. Yeah, I know. And this is a clickbait. Art. It's the best games of the first... 70 yeah. days of the year it's like come on
0: well they compile they just update this throughout the year that's all okay it's, they well, just let's talk about at the end it. of yeah. the year then well this is the end of the quarter I want to know if you agree we're a quarter of the way through the year yeah. uh, Elden Ring no doubt I mean it's it's a game of the year contender whether you're even a fan of Souls likes or not uh, yeah, so
2: whether or not it deserves a 10 is one question but yeah the maybe the fact that it's rated way up there towards the top I mean yeah sure okay I accept that for sure
0: uh yeah, that is kind of weird that Lost Ark isn't there. I don't know if they did a maybe they didn't do a review for it. Uh, technically that was December, but if you're gonna creep Final Fantasy in as something you need more time to check out, then you probably creep Lost Ark in for the same yeah, reasons. Sure. I don't I don't maybe they didn't do an a Lost Ark review. That's why I asked Troy, is there anything missing from here?
1: Uh nothing 8. That 2 just 5. jumped out at
2: me. Oh,
0: they <laughs> it gave 15. it an eight two five?
2: Yep. Oh, so it just missed the it list. Just right missed. Now. The, the only thing that I see that now, of course, how everybody does the reviews is a little different. Whether yeah. or not you take into cash shops and and content that goes away, comes in, that kind of stuff, whether or not you take that into account is completely subjective to the site itself. If it was me, I would have a hard time, a very hard time giving uh, Destiny 2, the Witch Queen of Nine.
0: Oh, and yeah, I totally forgot Lost Ark was technically delayed. It didn't come out until February. I my brain that totally released in December because that was the original yeah, I was, date. I was like, he doesn't yeah, be saying yeah, something. Yeah, He'll I figure was, it out. It was delayed. Yeah. Hell uh Zach reminded me. He was like, uh, that was delayed till February, Mike. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I mean, it hasn't all been peachy, right? Elden uh, Ring walks away right now with 12 million copies sold. <laughs> That's a pretty big number doing mm-hmm. a nice job there. But all these games haven't maybe had the best splash lately, particularly a real driving simulator, Jason. What's going on with the old Grand T7? Uh,
1: I'm just going with this Reddit post here that says, Grand Turismo 7 is two weeks in a mess. That was from two weeks ago, and uh, this, as we mentioned, as we I don't know if we said on the stream or was beforehand. Yeah, we said it it had been down for thirty hours. That's how long they had to take it down to work on something, which, as it turned out, was to make the grind even worse because the grind is really terrible. I think we talked about how much it costs to buy cars. Yeah,
0: we did that on a previous show, and the the ability to,
1: of course, go ahead and top yourself
0: up with credits for real life cash the way you buy cash in something like Grand Theft Auto Online.
1: Okay, that's that's worse than, I, in case you missed it to me, it's top off with some things you use yeah. for, like, how do you buy cash? I, top off What you, doing. you have nine gallons of gas, you have ten gallons. You gallon want to hear something? You
0: want to hear something? When you, let's say you do a, a race, right? And okay. you win first place, and as part of that, there's a 5,000 credits reward. When the little thing pops up to let you know that, hey, you just got first place, 5,000 credits, and you see coins, and it goes to give you the money, right? Yep. You there is the option to click okay and there is an option every single time to click top off in the PlayStation store. Oh my god. Every single time you win a race or get a credit reward for something every single time you know yeah.
2: you guys were talking about this game uh maybe pre-show before a show or something a few weeks back and i was like man that sounds pretty awesome and i looked really hard at it gran turismo just, is
0: a fantastic history and i decided
2: not to pull the trigger and now looking at all this i'm just like wow i'm glad i saved my money for now you want to know oh, what, what sucks what's it's that?
0: so much fun it's so much
2: yeah, fun i'm sure it is fun. <laughs>
1: But,
0: but I am not one of those amazing. guys that is like, oh, I got to get that 20 million credit card. I don't care. I don't yeah. care. Like, I'm enjoying playing it. The monetization is bad. It is bad. But the but, game but you itself know what? But you know is what? so damn good. It's the same thing Square Enix did with Chocobo GP. Like, the gameplay is there if you like that type of game. Gran Turismo 7 is a fantastic game if you like that type of game. They are ruining it with this monetization bullshit. Oh, and by the way, they can't keep the servers up. And even to play the single-player stuff offline, you have to be online, so the servers need to be up.
1: But they're very sorry. The the, the, the developer, the lead creator said, in GT7, I would like to have users enjoy lots of cars and races, even without microtransactions. I I would like for them to enjoy that. But we got to
2: put them in there anyway. 9.25 out of 10 by Game Informer. It's such a good game. I'm going
0: to go play it after this show. It it hurts my soul. Zach bringing up the, hey, if we give devs an extra $10, maybe they won't add microtransactions. No, no, you're right. They just keep adding more. Yeah. Hey, this isn't um, Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines 2, but if you're a Vampire the Masquerade fan like myself, maybe this could, uh, you know, I don't know, make you a little bit happy. A little bit happy. This has no idea Oops. how good it is. Sorry. Uh, Vampire the Masquerade Swan Song now has its official gameplay trailer. This is like their uh, kind of a shorter story-based RPG. You can use stealth, persuasion, investigation, punch things in the face if you need to, uh, to find out who's attacking some of the vampires in and around Boston. Comes out in May. I mean, it could be interesting. It's still not Bloodlines 2, though, Jason. Still not.
1: I'm glad to see how you've uh, improved the voiceover there by muting it.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah the voiceover it, this, was pretty bad.
1: This is the kind of game that because it's not going to be some action-y kind of game, it's going to be very you know, you're going to look at people's faces as they talk and so forth and watch their movements carefully and slowly. It's got to nail that stuff. Yeah, and it looks like it hasn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I, I thought they, I was maybe a little harsh. The, the and then I actually read the comments and like, yeah, okay, I'm not the only one.
0: Yeah, it's.
1: It's, it looks rough. <sighs>
0: it's a game.
2: <laughs> I might idea, still want to try it, but... The idea yeah. of it sounds like it could be cool, but like you said, watching the trailer stuff, like there's nothing that looks like I just want to run out and grab that. Mm-hmm. Hey,
0: so Supermassive Games talked to Game Informer this past week, and Supermassive Games, you know, they, they Until Dawn, you know, like all the, the Man of Medan, you know, I, I actually really liked Until Dawn, but I'm a huge horror movie buff, so, you know, things being tropey and stuff like that, that totally worked for me. I loved it. They talked to Game Informer this past week because they're working on a game called The Quarry, as in the digging, uh, go get the ore quarry. An opponent Um, and they they said they want to avoid problematic tropes in that game specifically they were talking about things like you know if you have sex in a horror movie you die right like stuff like that and uh, that you know playing truth or dare if two people went off to go do something from a dare they wanted to like make sure that they showed consent that those things were happening and, and And that stuff I get, right? Like that second part, yeah. You think times are different. You want to make sure that you are portraying, you know, giving consent, enthusiastic consent, uh, for physical things to happen. I absolutely no problem there. But like they they started talking about like this in such a way, like, you know, we don't people's sensibilities about sex are very different and we don't want to put our morality in the game of having people have sex and they die. Well, the, the, did you guys play until dawn? I'm just I mean, I did you play until dawn? Because it was a walking horror video game trope including all of these and now there's just like this look back at like, well, we don't want to put our morality in there and have people punished because they opt to engage in physical contact in our game. You're making an interactive horror movie. I mean first off, this isn't Citizen Kane, Jason. You're you're not <laughs> like
2: To an extent, the tropes are what people are looking for. Yeah, and, and you already like
0: banked this. on it a few times in some previous titles. <laughs> like, don't and, and don't two, pull if, out if the soapbox now.
2: It, yeah, you can just make a game without all the kids having sex. Just, they say don't do that.
0: The quarry doesn't make them all engage have sex. in <laughs> doesn't engage in transgression punishment. While he admits there are nods to the past, the game doesn't have clearly defined rules like the movies above. Quote, we are very clear about not putting our morality into anything. Any of the choices you get are your choices. We offer them to you without judgment or without any, if you choose this, you win, if you choose this, you die. That's not how it works. That's not in our interest to do that. Well, yeah, certainly.
2: But, um... Well, I know how to beat yeah. their game. Then this don't give the killer permission to kill me, and then I <laughs> like, and I think the consent discussion is a totally
0: different thing that they kind of shoehorned into this discussion. If you read the article, yeah. it really almost didn't make sense that that was included there. They they tried to like conflate the two. I almost Jason the way I read it. I don't know if you felt the same. I was like, no, 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 no consent while playing truth or dare and you know i dare jason to kiss this person and obviously if one of you doesn't want that to happen it shouldn't happen i'm not gonna kiss troy that is yeah that is totally legit that should not be a thing but then they tried to conflate it with tropes which is to me a totally different thing i and by the way you've already made multiple games to cash in on those tropes before in the past don't get all high and mighty on me now
1: I'm going to tell you, the thing that actually freaked me out in this, though, was that the uh, the lead developer or whatever the guy they interviewed, his name was Will Byers, yeah which is one of the kids in Stranger Things. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> That's what got me when I read this. Like, Wait, what? Is that his real name? Is he just making that up? Gotta be. Gotta, uh, be. gotta be.
0: Anyway, I just thought of the thing. <sighs> I like Supermassive. I like their games. Even the ones that most people don't. I've still found something to enjoy in that interactive storytelling like, that they do.
1: Is this like that stranger, that, that Silent Hill guy, the guy who was working on the other game whose name was like an anagram of something else or something Because we think it's... Is this really a, this really a Stranger <laughs> Things game? It's a Stranger Things game. Yeah, it is. totally. Hey,
0: here's let, let's put a little more gas on the, yeah, big live gaming conventions like E3 are dead and pointless. Mm. E, EA is not doing an EA Play Live this year, which basically now makes... All of E3, which was already going to be digital this year, but they were going to, this was planned to still be. No, now it's like all digital. I mean, Jeff Keighley is still going to do his little whatever thing he does, the Summer Games Fest, but most of that is remote too. So, yeah, big game thing conferences. I mean, they're still going to do what? GDC. That's still going to be. And Gamescom said. They're they're doing a split event, Jason, so like maybe it's not dead across the board, but I think E three is pretty much got a stake in the heart at this point.
1: I, I think that consumer shows like PAX and stuff can still happen or Gamescom. Yeah. But industry shows I think are dead. I think the pandemic just killed them.
0: I mean they were they were like kind of walking corpses before that, weren't yeah. they, Troy?
2: <laughs> yeah, the the last one that I went to, I was I left and I was just like, why did I even come to this? Like, I could have just stayed home and gotten all this news. <laughs> I could have watched your covered. trailers. <laughs> yeah, like.
0: We didn't do a, a relic grind this past week. Uh, I was way too busy. We will be doing Jeopardy this Thursday Final Fantasy Jeopardy with Tarkoth and Kronos and special guest Ginger Prime. So don't miss that. We will lock in our second of three spots for our Tournament of Champions show. Uh, but I, So I decided I wanted to bring this here very quickly. Babylon's Fall has sent out a survey because they want to make this a better game. Okay, fine. It's bad. Go watch my first look on MMO Bomb. For somebody that wanted this to be good, even I say it's bad. Terribly bad. And so, yeah, let's get some feedback on... How can we make this a better game experience that you would want to recommend to your friends? And there's a lot that they could be asking about. (laughs) An awful lot. So, what did they ask about in this survey? Oh, just the visual design. (laughs) Tell us what you thought about the visual design between characters... Equipment, NPCs, enemies, locations, battle effects, UI, and the overall brushwork art style.
2: Isn't that... You would have to start over to change that. That's what I thought,
0: too. I'm like, oh, so a different
2: game. (laughs) Right? Yeah. (laughs) We're just going to start a new project now. And
0: you. And you sent out this survey because ultimately they close with the question of... What, would, what visual element, Jason, would need to be changed before you might be willing to recommend the game? Um, none. There's other stuff that you need yeah, to do that, first. No, that's
1: least, I personally didn't think it looked that awful. It's uh, weird. That, that would not have been a point for me. But hearing you talk about the gameplay, that's what would get me out.
2: It was still kind of pretty. I you know what that sounds like to me? It sounds like, it sounds like they're going to do exactly that, uh, start a new game, but they're going to try to use those assets. So they're trying to make sure that... You know, people liked what they were at least. Looking Why at. the early because to mid game? a new game. The early to mid game
0: armor was ripped from fourteen from Final Fantasy fourteen. It's not like they're reusing their own assets. Now later in the game, they do make their own stuff, and they made mild tweaks to it. But they they were forced to come out and publicly say yes. And Yoshi P had to come out and say we wanted them to do this. Blah 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 blah. blah. Be- because they got busted in a closed beta by all of us saying, isn't that chess piece from Final Fantasy fourteen? And they were like, oh, yeah, it was. <laughs> but the end game stuff is totally ours. Uh, kill it with fire is basically what you need to do, and it's a shame because Platinum Games is a better company than that. You would think Square Enix is a better company than that, but the last four years or so of Square Enix have shown me that maybe they aren't.
2: Mm. NFT, NFT,
0: NFT right, right Uh, hey, by the way, you're about to get a free 30 day trial of Paramount Plus if you're an Xbox Game Pass Ultimate member, because they really, really want you to watch the Halo live action show
2: dumpster fire that's about to be this Halo live action show yeah, I would get that just to watch Picard
0: (sighs) (sighs) makers of the show telling Variety Game, we didn't look at the game we didn't talk about the game. Mm-hmm. Halo Season One showrunner Stephen Kane says of his prep with the game's developer, 343 Industries. We talked about the characters and the world, so I never felt in, uh, limited by it being a game.
2: We have we have no context to share with the people who are going to watch the show about this world and these characters. And and was that about taking no, place in the no Silver to, timeline oh or
1: something God. too? It's like what.
0: Like, I can understand not wanting to be bogged down by the minutiae of a game, particularly when, yeah, you, you want the show or a movie, if you're doing a video game adaptation, to not only appeal to the fans but potentially bring in new members to that audience or to that IP. Like, I totally get that. But to be like, yeah, we didn't look at the game at all.
2: <laughs> yeah, you, you, can tell, you can tell a story outside of the video games, but you still need to reference the video games. This is what everybody's expecting. is, the, And that's going to be another part of the problem I won't even get into right now is the perspective is going to be from another character that's not even Master Chief, despite the fact that that's what everybody who's watching this show is going to want is to, to learn more about Master Chief and his perspective on things. But you've got to reference the reference material, man. That's where it all comes yeah. from. That's how the, the yeah. viewers understand everything that you should be presenting to them should be based on their context and their knowledge of the games, not whatever universe you invented for all this to take place in.
0: Yeah, it's and it's a weirdly, really weird gray line you try to run when you do this, and that's why we end up with so many bad video game adaptations of things, mm-hmm. because you try to run that line of make it appeal to fans, but also try to bring in new people. But if you go like, if you're a fan of Halo and you go watch this show and has nothing to do with anything you're familiar with besides it happens in the Halo universe, like, do you really care as a Halo fan, Jason? And then on the other side, if you're brand new and you're like, dude, this show is boss. I love this show. I got to go check out this game and nothing that happened in the show relates to anything that's ever happened in the game. Aren't you a little bit disappointed at that point? Like, you end up pleasing nobody, right?
1: The only thing, the only thing I'll give it, and that this is what everyone's wanting to talk about, is is arcane. Yes, doesn't resemble the League of Legends gameplay experience at all, right? But it but, referenced a ton. Yeah, there were so the, many nods sure, to League of Legends players was in that show. So good in there. Uh, yeah. well, this world building is going to be. We're going to make awesome world building in this too. Even people who don't play Halo, never heard of Master Chief, they're going to love it because we're awesome filmmakers. I'm sure you're all shocked like by it. this
0: news too. By the way, Elden Ring wants to get into other. Intellectual properties besides just the game. So
1: God, don't let Martin write books and won't we'll be out for yeah, twenty years. Yeah,
0: let's <laughs> maybe we're getting an Elden Ring movie or a show, and boy, twelve million copies sure moves the
2: dial, doesn't it? <laughs> it yeah. sure moves the dial. All of a sudden there's interest in lots of stuff.
0: Last thing we're gonna talk about before we get to our games of the week. Jason, would you please tell me I, why that shit is in your background? I don't get it.
1: Oh, well, it's because it's to celebrate the upcoming uh, release of Crusader Kings Three on console. and to uh, you know, and it will
0: be on Game Pass day one.
1: And I'm trying to imitate my boy, my boy T Pain, with his controller and his crown.
0: Wait, you're you're friends with T Pain?
1: Oh yeah, yeah. We both play. We uh, he, he streams all the time. We play. Well, I never, I never actually watched him. He doesn't know who I am. But this is just what he's doing in the most awesome trailer you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> T Payne playing Crusader Kings Three on console.
0: I, so, so in between my daughter and i being seven hundredths of a second away from getting all golds on our b license and grants uh license in gran turismo uh i showed my son this and torchwick was like he really didn't want to watch it he was like i don't play crusader kings 3 i'm not gonna get it i'm not a t-pain fan i don't care like and i'm like it's still going to be the best minute and 40 seconds of your day. (laughs) Like, (laughs) have you ever played a civilization type game? Whether it was Sid Meier's Civ or, and he was like, yes. And I'm like, then then you will get everything that's being referenced here and how even the noblest of intentions never works out (laughs) ever, ever, ever. And he's like, (laughs) the best parts when he was like, oh, all right, we're going to, we're going to put down this rebellion real quick and then right back to peace. Right back to peace.
1: (laughs) We got we got to hire mercenaries. Got to raise taxes just for a little while,
0: temporarily.
1: Temporarily raise taxes.
0: (laughs) All right, all right, gang. We got to take over this one neighbor, but then we'll be back on track. And this is one hour later, and he's taken over all of his neighbors, and he's the holy booty empire.
1: (laughs) Yeah, uh, the other person who uh, liked this was uh, Ethos. Yeah, from Obama, he saw that too. Uh, There's another one out
0: too uh so if you haven't seen that just came out a day or two ago and that is where now he is a pontiff he has made himself the pope of his holy booty empire so you got to check that one out as well and he apparently he streams
1: yeah I, yeah I he know, streams
0: quite a like bit. i'm not a huge t-pain fan or anything like i know who he is but it's i don't have any of his albums or anything uh but apparently he does streaming dude, not though. just he's music up. oh he's he's hysterical uh not just his own music but he streams
1: video games too i didn't know that yeah yeah just uh twitch tv slash t-paint pretty easy to figure out
2: and yeah he's yeah a lot of times look i'll, I'll this... see youtube clips of like in his studio where people just come hang out with him and stuff and they just laugh and laugh and laugh looks like he's actually live now doing some music stuff so yeah
1: if but yeah you're... he does uh looks like his recent videos are call of duty Warzone, party animals among us Oh, those are those are
2: his highlights. So, yeah.
0: I love that at the end of this trailer, he goes from being with his crown and everything on, and he's in Viking paraphernalia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's just became a conqueror. Uh, it's fantastic. If you've ever played any type of game along the lines of Crusader Kings, and even if you are not a fan of T Pain, you have to go watch this trailer. You have to. It will brighten your day uh let's go to our games of the week <laughs> game of the week is how we spend the last few moments of our time together on every episode of gaming gumbo all three of our members of the panel are going to recommend a game for you that they think you should play it could be a video game tabletop game card game hell whatever And something we're playing, have played, never played, but think you should check out. And you let us know in the comments what you thought of everything on the show today. And who gave the best recommendation. Make sure you let us know in the comments, by the way. Get your predictions in there for that Hall of Fame. We will add them to our sheet and embarrass you on our show. We've got no qualms doing it. I'm going to go first and I'm going to give it to Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy Origins. If you like Demon Souls, Dark Souls types type games, but maybe they're a little harder for you, well, this is definitely one that I would check out because as far as Souls games go, it is a bit on the easier side of that spectrum, but that is not to say that it doesn't own it, uh, add its own little twists to the way certain mechanics work in a fun way. As a Final Fantasy fan, It's okay. I mean, it's a kind of a reimagining a little bit uh, with some additional stuff of the original Final Fantasy I from the NES, but there's some key characters missing. There's a lot of nods. The music is fantastic. I will give it that. Uh, Yeah, the writing feels a little lazy, but as far as a game, it is a ton of fun to play, and I can't in good conscience recommend Gran Turismo 7 because of its absolute travesty of monetization at the moment that I think they're going to have to go redo exactly the way Square Enix is doing with Chocobo GP. So, Stranger of Paradise, Final Fantasy Origin. You're up, Jason.
1: Well, last week uh, we gave it to one of my favorite nostalgic games, the first uh, Elder Scrolls game I played, Elder Scrolls Three: Morrowind. So this year, this this week, I'm going to give it to another three, the first one I played in the series. We referenced it earlier, Civilization Three. back when I first played that, like I said, on a friend's computer sat over to his house and basically took over his computer for a few weeks. I feel bad now, but back then I didn't, because I really loved it.
2: <laughs> what do you got? You know, this week I've gone back and sort of adventured through games that were not MMORPGs uh, to sort Quite of to cleanse the palate. <laughs> And I've been enjoying Apex Legends again. And it's sort of a reminder of how good of a game this was even at launch. Like, it was surprising how good this game was at launch. And its ping system was was really like a, a, a st- you know, a nick above something everybody Something everything
0: else. everybody has stolen mm. by now. <laughs> yeah, Overwatch
1: right. 2 is going to have one.
2: I've yep. seen that in some of those stuff. We've been and it's still, it's still a quality game. It's still a popular game. It's not as gangbusters as it was at launch. But it's still a very popular game. And it's really easy to get a match and i've just been enjoying it you know battle royale is a fun genre i think i think it's a fun game style to play is it overdone yes uh is this probably the top as far as quality yeah i think it is uh, i've been enjoying apex legends and you got your mobile
0: version releasing in some regions if you want more coverage of that head on over to mmobomb.com that's the one that pays the bills for jason and i They're not this little funny thing we do here Should be out in all regions. They're anticipating this summer, but could be delayed. Chat, don't go anywhere after the show because, of course, we have Torchwick going live with a stream. How are you, sir?
2: I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Uh, Chaos.
0: Yes, chaos, chaos, chaos. Chaos. So you had last week off. You've been very busy with school and Mm -hmm. applications for college and scholarships and all that. Congratulations. I did proud pop a moment and talk about your scholarships to uh, RIT. Last week, but you still got to file for a couple more. Get it done. Get it done. So you took last week off. Stage crew kind of burned you out. You're back. Are we still yeah. in Majora's Mask?
2: Uh, We are, but we've been all the temples. So
0: ah.
2: we're going to try and get some side quests done. We're going to see if we can get all the
0: side quests done. But if I get tired of that, we've made this stuff and beat the game. Right? Beat the <laughs> Yeah, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. let we- beat the I- game. I could go do it right now if I wanted to You could, you could, I watched you Beat the last temple, you were very very mad At that boss when you Zoned out Mm. a little too far Out of the Mm. play space there, but it all ended up Working out, chat, don't go anywhere We'll need just a few minutes to switch things over And get Torchwick live, we'll of course Be back right here Next week, Saturday, 7pm Eastern with another episode of Gaming Gumbo Uh, Until then
2: Troy, where can everybody find you? Hey, everything I do goes through Twitter at NoobFridge. Jason,
1: everything I do at Twitter goes through at Winter. And For- Why am I saying it like you? Why am just, I'm at the Twitter and Winter and For- <laughs> Twitter.tv Twitter, Twitter, slash Jason Winter? Why do right. I try to be different?
0: Right when you end up saying the same things in certain ways often, and then you try to mix it up, you end up uh, tripping yeah. over yeah, it. You end up yeah, tripping over yeah.
1: it. Here,
0: watch this. I'm Mike Byrne. You can follow me right there at Magic Man One, but more importantly, follow at RC Radio so we can tweet at you every time we go live with our podcast or one of our volunteer streamers who I love very much. Until next time, stay safe. We'll see you on the servers.